There is another issue I want to talk about before we dive into Ghostbusters 2016. The fact that it never played in mainland China. Here's the headline and subheadline to an article in The Guardian, published on July 14th, 2016. From Henry Barnes, quote, Ghostbusters in line for China ban due to supernatural theme. Despite Sony renaming film Super Power Dare to Die Team for China, censorship laws prohibiting promotion of cults and superstitions look set to scupper its chance for release. End quote. You can really tell it's a British publication because they use the word scupper in there. And that was the way a lot of news outlets were reporting it, that the new Ghostbusters wouldn't come to mainland China because of censorship rules on the supernatural. Not everyone reported it like that, though. Some news sources dug a bit deeper and mentioned that the previous two Ghostbusters films also never came to mainland China. Keep in mind that they did play in Hong Kong and Taiwan, as did the real Ghostbusters on TV. But in 2016, there was speculation it might be a simple matter of Sony not having confidence that the new movie would do well because the mainland audience wouldn't be familiar with the Ghostbusters property. Sometimes the news also mentioned that the new Ghostbusters was never even submitted to the China Film Group, a state-run film studio that also acts as the censors and gatekeepers to film distribution in the People's Republic. An aside now, my wife grew up in Hong Kong, and part of the reason I can confirm the real Ghostbusters played there is because she watched it back in the day. I've spent time in Hong Kong and Beijing with her. I'm not claiming to be an expert, but my wife and I have enough of an understanding to know pieces like that Guardian article are just plain wrong. The movie not playing in the mainland wasn't really about it featuring ghosts. How do I know this? Well, here are a few Chinese-language movies that did come to theaters in China. From 2008, the film Painted Skin. That's about a fox demon disguised as a lady. From 2013, Supernatural Events on Campus. From 2011, A Chinese Ghost Story. I think you can't get a more blatant title about ghosts than a Chinese ghost story. And I just picked these three. There's a lot more. So China definitely does not ban all ghost movies. Here's the real scoop. Yes, China can censor or ban movies, and there's a list of at least eight general reasons for rejecting films, including showing the supernatural or pornography. But here's the big secret, everybody. That list mostly doesn't matter. I'll tell you, softcore pornography has sometimes received national releases. In theaters and everything. Of course, when a pornographic film needs to be classed up, it becomes an erotic film. My point is that the rules are, surprise, surprise, inconsistently enforced. So what's the deal? Well, first off, the only rule that really, absolutely matters is you can't make a movie criticizing the communist government. As for all the other rules, it's really a matter of money. Decades ago, there probably were communist censors who really cared about the moral fiber of audiences. But today, those rules exist as an excuse to demand bribes. If you have a ghost in your movie, or a sex scene, or even a scene of some gambling, the China Film Group censors come to you and they say, hey, your movie has some questionable parts, and you have to pay something to get your movie into China. I'm not too sure if the bribe would go to a few key players or to the Communist Party itself. I'm guessing probably both. And don't think that I'm being far-fetched about this. Marvel movies have become a big deal in China. Iron Man is so popular that Disney and China made a deal around Iron Man 3 in 2013. Additional scenes, all without Robert Downey Jr., were filmed in China, and the Chinese version wasn't cut down, it has more scenes featuring famous Chinese actors including Fan Bingbing. I've watched these scenes, and they're pretty lousy, and show how Tony Stark specifically needed Chinese doctors to remove the shrapnel near his heart. There's even a part where Iron Man flies into Tiananmen Square at its southern gate. Yeesh. If you're very young and don't understand why that's gross, read up on Tiananmen Square. 
Tiananmen Square has a long history. We're talking hundreds of years of being the central public space in China, but it's also the spot of a massacre in 1989, so for it to be used in national propaganda for a fun action movie is pretty gross. So Iron Man 3 was made patriotic for communist China. Oh, and I just want to mention, don't think that Chinese audiences were duped by any of this. There were reviews and conversations in China about how badly those scenes stuck out, and how everyone in China knew they were these awkward pro-China additions. But my real point in talking about Iron Man 3, that was really Disney and China agreeing to work together. There were definitely some Communist Party members who wanted that nationalistic message for the country, but it was also an opportunity for millions of dollars to be exchanged disguised in the budget for filming those scenes. To use Western slang, it was all pork. A real business deal stuffed with extra money in order to bribe the right people. I need to also mention this because some people know about it. China puts a cap on the number of foreign films that play in its theaters. In English, we often use the words Chinese foreign film quota. This quota exists for a couple of reasons. First, it ensures that Chinese theaters aren't just swamped with American movies. That's not entirely bad, and other countries do similar things. In Canadian broadcasting, for instance, a certain percentage of content must be Canadian, otherwise a lot of Canadian channels and radio stations would just be playing American stuff non-stop. On the other hand, while Canadian cinema does cool things every so often, our movie screens are almost entirely Hollywood movies. It's pretty rare that I can even see a Canadian film at my local cinema. So Beijing was smart to encourage its own film industry, and it's now the second largest in the world after America's. In 2016, when the new Ghostbusters debuted, Beijing's foreign films were capped at 34. So in theory, there were only 34 spots for foreign films on Chinese screens that year. So take a guess how many foreign films actually played that year. It was at least 38. And in 2017, there were definitely 40 films. Much like the censorship rules, the film quota mostly doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter in that officials genuinely do want Chinese movies to flourish and make money, but did that quota of 34 actually mean anything? Ultimately, no, it didn't. They just went over that number because they could. But much like censorship rules that are on the books, having that number helps facilitate bribery. If you're a Hollywood studio and you really want your movie to play in China, you submit it to the China Film Group. They can come back and say, yeah, this can play in China, but see, we've reached our max limit to Hollywood movies, so... And then they hold out a hand waiting for you to put money there. Also, apparently Beijing says now that they're going to increase that limit, but I wasn't able to confirm what the new quota is supposed to be. Again, that number's not hard anyway, because now you can just have it float around and be used as an excuse for bribes. I'm getting back to Ghostbusters, honest. I am going to eventually tell you what happened just for that movie. This all just takes a while. Yes, this is me guessing, but I'll be real with you. Anyone familiar with China understands the bribery problem, and we've already proven the supernatural censorship ban and the foreign movie quota don't really matter. So here's what likely went down in 2016. Sony wanted the new Ghostbusters to open in mainland China. China is, after all, the second largest market for movies in the world, and it's expanding at a rate where it will probably overtake the American market soon. Even before the film was officially submitted to Chinese censors, those censors told Sony that the movie has ghosts, and they have this rule about the supernatural <coughs> I am holding my palm out suspiciously right now. Sony couldn't have been shocked by any of this. I mentioned earlier that there was a suggestion that Ghostbusters might not have played well in China because audiences there were mostly unfamiliar with the property. I say mostly. If you looked around Shanghai for bootleg discs of the first two Ghostbusters movies, you would probably find them eventually. But anyway, the Chinese public not really knowing Ghostbusters that well might have factored into Sony's decision to not even bother. 
On the other hand, it could actually be a case of people at Sony not even having the right connections to grease the wheels. Here's the follow-up news that I think most ghost heads missed. From Reuters on September 23rd of 2016, so only two months after Ghostbusters released. Quote, Chinese conglomerate Dalian Wanda Group Company will help market movies of Sony Corporation's film unit in China under a deal that will also see them co-finance some projects, including Sony Pictures' upcoming movie releases in the world's second largest economy. End quote. That is a mouthful, and might be a bit hard to parse through, so let me give you the gist. This Chinese company called Wanda Group acted as an intermediary with Chinese censors so Sony's movies would actually play in China. I'm not saying Sony made this deal in direct response to being unable to get Ghostbusters into China that July. This business deal was probably already in motion before Ghostbusters released. What I am saying is this was to prevent future shutouts from the Chinese mainland market. Sony literally had to make a deal with a fixer, that's the Wanda Group, in order to get more of its movies into China. I doubt Sony executives were super happy about needing to do this. If they want to get their movies to play in, say, Australia, they just send it to Australia. Yes, they need to deal with a distributor and cinema chains in any region, and that's partly what Wanda is in China, but Wanda is also a fixer. Wanda knows who to pay off. Let's talk about the Wanda Group, because I'm guessing you've never even heard of them, but you might already be one of their customers. Since 2012, Wanda owns AMC theaters in North America. If your local cinema is an AMC, it's owned by a Chinese corporation now. And AMC, if you didn't know, is the largest cinema chain in the U.S., in 2019, I believe AMC owned 661 theaters in the States and 241 in Europe. AMC does not exist as a brand in mainland China, and I mean, why would it? Wanda itself is the biggest cinema chain in mainland China and has at least 311 theaters. In China, they can market themselves using their own name, but in the States and Europe, that fact is buried way down in their websites, and they don't really want you to know that it's Chinese-owned. There's more. Wanda also bought Legendary Pictures in 2016. Some of Legendary's movies since then have included the Warcraft movie and The Great Wall starring Matt Damon. Warcraft did poorly in the West but was very successful in China. The Great Wall performed poorly all around, but you can see how it was a Hollywood-Beijing endeavor. This is the kind of stuff that movie business insiders have been talking about for a while. It's not just that mainland China is a growing market and that Hollywood needs to cater to that market. If you want to have a Marvel-sized blockbuster, you need to get in good with a company like Wanda that's going to act as your fixer. You need to pay bribes, you need to not be critical of China and communism in your films, and here's a heads up, you might need to start considering these sorts of things not just with movies that play in China, but movies that play in AMC theaters in Western countries as well. Someday, someone's going to make a high-profile documentary that's critical of China. Maybe it'll be about human rights abuses, or maybe it'll be the cyber-spying and hacking China does on other countries. I'm guessing someone will make a documentary that's as big as some of Michael Moore's films, and it will never play in an AMC theater. Someone over at Wanda will tell an executive at AMC not to screen it, and that'll be that. And it's perfect deniability, because if anyone asks, AMC will just say documentaries aren't profitable. And I guess, good things, bad things, we live in a world where that documentary will probably find a home on a streaming service with no ties to China, and people will see it anyway. So you can say it's a bit of a non-issue, but I'm still saying watch out for this because it's going to happen someday. You're also never going to see a James Bond movie or any action movie where Chinese communists are the villains again. You probably know that and take it as a given because studios want movies to play in China. And I'm not saying that communists should be the villains in movies. I'm just pointing out the reality that we're all accepting right now. But I was speaking about bribery, and I'm making a lot of accusations. You might say, 
Hey, Ross. Hey, buddy. What proof do you have that bribery takes place in mainland China? And you're right. I have no proof. Nobody has any proof. What we have are investigations. Here's a headline from the New York Times in April of 2012, quote, SEC asks if Hollywood paid bribes in China, end quote. The SEC is America's Securities and Exchange Commission, and they were investigating possibilities of bribery, especially from the Walt Disney Company and DreamWorks. The Chinese scenes I told you about being filmed for Iron Man 3 were specifically named. I can't find the end result to that investigation, and I'm guessing it went nowhere. It must be an incredibly difficult thing to prosecute, because we know bribery is illegal, and it's hard to prove, and much, much harder when that money goes overseas. Like I said, it's pork. They're paying seemingly legitimate expenses, like filming those Chinese Iron Man 3 scenes, but the money ends up in people's pockets who act as gatekeepers to movie screens in China. And there's more. From the South China Morning Post, which is a Hong Kong newspaper in English, dated September 26th of 2016, quote, Wanda Sachs executive embroiled in bribery case that may have shaped Chinese conglomerate's destiny, end quote. They're talking about Leng Chuanjin, who was sentenced to 13 years in jail for bribery. This wasn't bribery with Hollywood, but a case that was strictly within the confines of mainland China itself. Here's the really interesting bit, though. Leng and another executive claim to have been working on their own, despite the fact that the bribes they made benefited Wanda Group on the whole. What they did was bribe a communist official to make political decisions that didn't really benefit them so much as it benefited the company. It looks to everyone like Leng Chuanjin was found out and asked to fall on his sword. Even though that bribery case didn't involve Hollywood, it did have ramifications that affected American studios, including Sony. In November of 2017, the partnership between Sony and Wanda was abruptly cancelled, not because Washington had proven what was going on, but because of that Chinese bribery case resulted in restrictions being placed on Wanda. Wanda and Sony came out with statements saying their partnership was meant to be a temporary thing, lasting only a year, and that it got Passengers, Smurfs, The Lost Village, and the Emoji Movie to play in China, and that was always supposed to be an end to their deal. And that is a lie. The plan was for it to go on indefinitely. So, Ghostbusters 2016, right? Sorry, I know I've made this all sound complicated, because showing all the ins and outs is complicated, but the core of all this is incredibly simple. Pay bribe money to get your movie into mainland China. But we're talking Ghostbusters. First off, a reminder that it played in Taiwan. Heck, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 played there. Taiwan is a different country, despite what Beijing claims. All the Ghostbusters movies also played in Hong Kong, which today is a part of China, but if you need to know why it's different, it was a British colony until 1997. I suggest you just read the Hong Kong Wikipedia article if you're at all curious on how and why Hong Kong works. It's my wife's home city, and has some of the greatest food in the world, by the way, but that is besides the point. And also, a shout out to everyone on the team at Ghostbusters Hong Kong. I always love seeing your photos. So, Ghostbusters, they all played in Taiwan and Hong Kong. Focusing on the People's Republic of China, aka mainland China, ghost movies play there. They're popular. So something else kept it from playing. There are two possible answers to this. One is that Sony thought mainland Chinese audiences wouldn't know Ghostbusters, so they weren't going to try to market to them fresh in 2016. The other possibility, the shady one that lots of people know about, but nobody has been able to prove is widespread, is that Sony simply didn't bribe anybody to get it to play in China. Yep. And by the way, these two answers are not mutually exclusive. Sony might have realized Ghostbusters would be hard to introduce in China and decided bribing just wasn't worth it. But as for Ghostbusters being banned because it has ghosts, or that a quota definitely kept it out of Chinese theaters, no. Oh, as I'm finishing up here, 
Am I saying that every Hollywood movie needs to bribe to play in China? No, I am not saying that. What I am saying is that bribery really, really helps and can probably guarantee you a spot. I don't know what the future holds for Sony in China, and specifically for Ghostbusters over there. Spider-Man movies are popular in China. James Bond movies play there, but they are usually heavily edited. All the Men in Black movies have played there too. I know that sounds like Sony is doing fine, but make no mistake, Sony is way far behind Disney at getting most of its movies to play in China. Speaking of Disney, you're probably aware that they're dominating the entertainment industry because they own so much. Disney owns Marvel now, Lucasfilm, Pixar, and they're about to acquire the entertainment assets of Fox. The joke online is that Disney just owns all of entertainment. What you might not know is that success has gone hand in hand with them being the most successful at working with China. Part of the reason Disney knew it would have enough cash to buy Lucasfilm and later Fox's assets is because it had great access to Chinese movie screens and televisions and all that revenue. Heck, they have a Disneyland in Shanghai now, and that really demonstrates the cozy relationship they have with China. Not just every company can build in China, let alone prime real estate in Shanghai. My point is, even though other movie studios have multi-million dollar properties, most of them are still playing catch-up to Disney. Will the 2020 Ghostbusters movie play there? <sighs> China's unfamiliarity with the brand is working against it. Along with the fact that it's a sequel to 80s movies most Chinese audiences didn't see. Ghostbusters 2016 might have actually had a better shot by being a reboot and having Chris Hemsworth as a main character. Of course, Chinese audiences know him from Thor, and they're probably going to see him again in Sony's Men in Black International. If the new Ghostbusters does play in China, I'm betting Sony either has a new fixer, or through its one-year partnership with Wanda, they actually made the connections directly that they need to in the Communist Party. So I've talked a lot about what Disney has been up to, about Wanda owning AMC theaters and Legendary, and all that, but here's the big takeaway. Ghost movies do play in China. Sony, like every other movie studio, just needs to pay a lot in order to get its movies on screens over there. I'm Ross May, and this has been a preview for Reitman for the Job. This will go with the Ghostbusters 2016 entry that I'm going to do. I'll talk to you some other time, but for now, we'd better split up. We can do more damage that way.